0: Hey everybody! Welcome to episode 256 of the Bite Me podcast. Colby has put a curse word in our show notes. Have not. You have. It's right there. It's the it's the MF word, Colby. That's the not M- a curse word. Muff. F- My kid M- says it occasionally. Brooke wants to know if, if it was melon farmer, <laughs> Kaye, melon farmer. Uh, your kid says that some of the time. Uh, Mister Falco. How do you feel about your kid saying that some of the time?
1: Well, the problem is, is I mean, she doesn't say the mother part, but like
0: the F word, yeah.
1: Um,
0: so so she doesn't say the part that you know a six year old could legitimately say. Yeah, but she no. does say yeah the part no. that they shouldn't.
1: Um. Yeah. um it, it, it's one of those things that it's hard because on one hand she shouldn't say it on the other hand it's really funny when she says it I know right
0: yeah I uh Carter did not say that very often because we drilled into him from a very young age that it was not something he should say but he did say it a couple times and it was always hilarious when he did and like I, I think he got points for like does Does your daughter does she do it in the correct context oh like, yeah does she use it right yeah she, yeah yeah
1: uh, not too long ago, I was playing a video game. I don't know which one, and uh, like I don't know, died or whatever. She's like, "Son
0: of a am <laughs> like, "Yeah, cool." Yeah, Carter, Carter used "son of" a in, a, in a very, in a very correct way. He's like, "Do we have any cookies?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "Son of a," <laughs> and I'm like, "Man, I feel that kid." Like, I mean, he was like four. This was not recently. I mean, he might say it now too, but I, I don't probably not. Probably less likely to say it now than he did when he was four. So I don't know. I don't know. Does your cat ever swear, Dylan? Is that... Um, I want to make sure you're part of this. I mean,
2: they're trying to... They're really trying to make trouble right now, so I'm about to swear at them.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. All right. Anyway, this is not... What kind of podcast would just be about swearing? I'd listen to that podcast, I'll be the, honest. You
2: talk about swearing without swearing? Podcast?
0: Yeah, yeah. I could, I could get into that. Anyway, uh, I'm Cliff. Colby's here. Dylan's here. Say hey, guys. Hey, guys. Man, I'm here. At,
1: I'll be right got, back.
0: I can always count on Dylan to, to... I
2: heard a great joke on Laffy Taffy today.
0: Tell me a great joke, Dylan.
2: Now let's see if I can recall it. Because um, I went through a lot of Laffy Taffys to get this one, but I thought it was good. Why is the fungus downsizing? Why? They had much room. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I thought it was... Also- that was was like that was pretty good, okay.
0: I also really like Laffy Taffy. I haven't had a Laffy Taffy in a long time yeah. and they're pretty delicious. So I can get yeah. behind that. All right, anyway, we're we're gonna talk about what games we've been playing. Um, for some reason Colby's what he's been playing does contain a curse word. Uh, we're going to talk about Extra uh, Life a little bit, because that is this weekend. We're going to talk about news. We've got uh, some more Blizzard news. Blizzard's doing great, don't worry about them. Uh, Luigi's getting his own Lego set. Uh, PlayStation is making some pretty big pushes into PC gaming. Uh, Stadia's doing some other stuff that I'm a fan of, I guess. Uh, and GeForce Now will now play on your Xbox, which is kind of an interesting kind of kind of deal there. Plus, we got we got a lot of questions today. We got like nine questions. One from Vinny. Uh, Miss Happy Childhood. She was new in our discord uh i was gonna say i shouldn't assume it's a her but i guess her name is miss so presumably she gave herself a gender appropriate nickname but anyway question from miss happy childhood one from uh josh monotone screaming prime fan ryan triple trouble and man socks plus we got a bunch of free games because we weren't around uh last week for when playstation plus and uh games with gold was announced we've got all that um Plus, uh, plus two entries in Troll Corner, but they're they're really the same thing. So we can just kind of lump those together. We're going to talk about things I just hate. Like I hate it so much. I'm I'm very excited to talk about that. But we're going to start about uh, talking with uh, Dylan. Why don't you tell us more about Back for Blood? Have you beaten it yet?
2: Um, I finished it on the recruit difficulty.
0: Is that, the, that easiest, the easiest or one. congratulations, yeah. sir?
2: Um, Now we are playing through it on veteran difficulty, which is substantially more (laughs) challenging. Um, Like it's not even... It's like one of those things you wish there was like something 0.5 of the way between the two difficulties. Yeah. Um, Just because you get your butt kicked pretty hard. I'm guessing having all four people playing together makes a difference whereas i gotta think we haven't actually played like with four people on veteran yet like it's me and a buddy or three of us and we still have one person filling in and if they do something spontaneous like run through three flocks of crows triggering hordes to come at you it's like well that was something that could have easily been avoided um so now now we're behind right we have to catch up now we have to survive this encounter and and live with the fact that we have six health now right so instead of like if if it's my buddy that does that i can shame him and but when it's just some person on the internet that you're not really talking to it's just they're gonna do crazy stuff that that ends up hurting you um and it's definitely like the thing is, I like that though because it means we play the game a certain way to try to be successful um, rather than just winning. Um, yeah. Which on recruit you could kind of you could kind of just you could you could beat the most of the missions pretty easily. Sometimes you would get a challenging one in here and there, but this one is like you very much want to try to avoid triggering alarms and. And scaring birds and anything that makes a horde come because that one horde might just diminish your resources enough that makes the next encounter harder. So just, it, I like that I have to play that way because um, it makes it, it, it makes it matter. Then um, the choices you're making matter. Um, the fact that you kind of do need to communicate a little bit to be successful, as well as. Um, I like that I'm not just winning my way through the difficulty. It's like we're having to work to beat each individual level. And luckily, when you start a new run, you can pick the most recent level you've made it to. So you don't have to start from the first level every time. That's You nice. can start from the third level, and then you kind of like get to pick cards that you would have got if you won those levels. Um, so that's kind of nice. So you're... you it has pros and cons. Cause if you start from the beginning, of course, you can amass weapons and attachments and, and that kind of thing. But at least you get like the card bonuses and things. So, um, but we're having a lot of fun with it. So playing it most nights for a couple hours, um, definitely acquiring more cards and figuring out what, what makes sense and what's good and what do you like to do to be successful? Um, because that, that definitely matters more. Um, the biggest difference I've noticed is like the special mutations, like the, uh, the ridden that are like the big ones that explode or spit on you or grab you. Um, they are much, much tougher. And that's where the challenge comes in is like when a horde comes in, there's like five of them at once. It's like, oh. this is gonna be this is gonna be a battle to get through this um and there's like situations where the like the spitters are annoying when they because they'll spit on you and then you're stuck until someone breaks you free sure but then like three of them will spawn and if they just spit on all of you then you're all stuck and you pretty much lose which really sucks so it's like being able to finish them quickly is important so like Maybe having a little extra damage or weak spot damage and those kinds of things is like, I don't know, is this the best way to do this? Because I need to kill those things fast; yeah. otherwise, they become a a big headache. Um, so, or we've been figuring out what that is and trying different things, because um, that veteran difficulty just it really does ramp up. And it's a good challenge, though. It's not it's not like frustratingly hard to yeah. me, which is. Which is good because it doesn't just make me want to quit; it makes me want to try again. So it's it's the appropriate difficulty. Um,
0: so I uh, I'm just really happy that that game is good enough that you're interested in playing it. Uh, you know, you've beat it once and you're actually going back. Like, I think that says right. a lot about that game. I think the the interesting thing that I've learned about uh, about uh, Back for Blood, though, is actually apparently it's such a it's like been such a um, what do I want to say? People have been enough into it that actually they're going back and started playing uh, Left for Dead two. Yeah. Um, Left 4 Dead 2 actually has a bigger player base right now than Back 4 Blood does, which is crazy. Yeah, um, except funny. that a bunch of people probably already own Left 4 Dead, so it's you're right. not saying like, oh my gosh, a bunch of people went out and bought it. It's more like right. they and
2: it's on sale for two dollars on Steam, I think.
0: Yeah, so. exactly. Like you know they and I mean frankly, I think the company that makes Back 4 Blood, it's a lot of the same people, so like you know they're, yeah. they're probably okay either way. But I think it's interesting that that's what that game has sparked. Uh, you know the. The idea that you can you know go back to a game that's i mean life for dead's what 12 years old like it's gotta be it's gotta be
2: yeah it was uh, pushing nine i think
0: yeah yeah so i don't know it's fun it is on sale for two dollars right now though so i guess if you have that urge you can go do it and uh let's see it came out in 09 yeah uh, and back for blood again is on Game Pass, and it is is cross-play, correct? You it, it like works it, yeah. Xbox or last night PC I played together. with a
2: stranger on PlayStation, my friend on Xbox, and my other friend on a PC, and it
0: was great. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I think that's when we're going to try and play during extra life. So I'm excited to to give that a go. So cool, very cool. Uh, what have you been playing, Cole? I, I mean. Woo! Oh, Colby! Colby censored his his swears, so now for now you, I, Cliff. Thank you for man, I you. That. I I couldn't have put it in the show notes otherwise. Yes, you could have. I could have, but I wouldn't have. Anyway, what um, have you been doing? I have been
1: playing um, Red Dead Redemption Two quite a bit. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I am now at eighty two hours.
0: That's great. That's that's a that's a perfectly. Normal amount of time to play a game you've already beaten once and put a couple hundred hours into. I
1: just made it to chapter three. There are eight chapters.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's a lot, Cole.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's been (laughs) it's been fun. Um, (laughs) That's funny. I do enjoy it very very much. Good
0: good good yeah Um, the game's game's a lot of fun yeah
1: i have also i played a little bit more of flynn son of crimson um because i needed to get three achievements this uh or last week um so i'm like maybe halfway through that game and it's really good i don't know if i'll beat it just because i don't have time for other games right now because you know red um, dead red dead yeah but uh it's it's actually it's a really good it handles really well um like it, it's just a very, I, like I said, I'm not quite sure what to compare it to, um, side scrolly action game kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's real good. I, I'm I'm enjoying it very, very much. But again, awesome.
0: it's not Red Dead Two. So yeah. Very few games are. That's fair. Only one really. Yeah, Red Dead Two, pretty much. Yeah. 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 I get that. Uh, I'm playing Psychonauts Two still, and that game is is just great. Um, like I. I'm glad to see that like it came off, it came out while I was moving, I think. And so I kind of missed a lot of the buzz around it. And like retrospectively, I'm glad to go back and see that um, it's it's doing very well. I was actually looking at Metacritic the other day. And I believe it's the highest rated Xbox game or Xbox exclusive this year. Um, and it's, it's just doing well. Um, and the game is, it's so good. Like again, I'm not gonna talk about it much, but if you have not played it yet, um, and have Game Pass, like, it's absolutely worth playing. Um, and if you like that type of game, it's it's worth, you know, a, an actual buy. So I, I, w- I would really recommend that. Um, Moonglow Bay, on the other hand, is um, one that if you have Game Pass, I guess it's free. Um, give it a shot. Um, but you might want to wait, like, a month. Um, let them patch it first, because that game is... Um, very buggy. It's kind of a. It's it's supposed to be a. Uh, it's it's like a. We'll say Stardew Valley esque, except instead of um, like raising crops, it's all based around fishing. So you play. Question call.
1: Have you played it recently?
0: Uh, hmm, couple days ago. Uh, I, I mean, know, I it, it I came out on the twenty seventh. I think I played it. I think I think I think I played it the day it released.
1: They uh they have released an update for it. I know that it, much. Probably
0: only on Steam. No. Oh, really? I I got through certification fast then. As far Um, as I
1: know, it was also released on Xbox
0: yeah it uh it's a it's a stardew valley type game the the premise is that you and your wife lived on this little teeny island um and we're going to become fishermen and then she i don't think she, she died i think she like disappeared somehow happens uh, yeah like i mean there's kind of this weird thing where like the island believes that people who go out and fish are causing like a curse or something like i, I didn't get super far into it um but you know it's it's fine it's it's very cute um like the Voxley graphic aesthetic really works except that like the collision detection is very bad um, uh, which is not optimal and um have you fallen on, through the map not yet <laughs> um on the xbox series x i was getting screen tearing constantly as well so like they just need they need to do some optimization and and the part i was most excited about was playing that co-op and it's one of those games where you don't get to the co-op part until, oh, I hate that. yeah, like two hours in, which is super annoying. I'm like, honey, come play this video game with me. And then she just gets to watch me play this video game for two hours. And it never really says like, hey, you've unlocked co-op. It was just like I went in the menu. I'm like, oh, co-op's available but, now. That's um, what I did uh,
1: with Red Dead and my wife. I'm like, hey, come play. It's two-player. And she's like, am I just watching this? I'm like, yeah, you're the second player.
0: <laughs> and it's it's unfortunately also one of those games where the co-op is kind of like... Um, this probably won't help anyone but Colby. Um, what was the... Shoot. Uh, Spiritfarer. Did you ever... Uh-huh. Like, like the two-player in that was like, one of you plays the game and the other one kind of helps you play the game. It's not, it's not really co-op where you both get to do everything all the time. It's more yeah. like... You've got another person that can kind of hang out with you while you do stuff. And, like, they can fish separately from you, but they can't do a lot of other stuff separately from you. So, I, I don't know. It's, it's probably not a game I will actually play co-op because I, the co-op implementation didn't seem very good. Um, and, I like, I don't know if I liked the fishing enough to want to play an entire game about fishing, but maybe, I don't know. It, it's it's cute and fun. Um and the writing seems pretty good. So so maybe I'll come back to it, but again, I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a, a little bit to let them kind of work out some of the details. And I get it. It's a small team, you know, whatever. It just it's a game that got delayed once and really really feels like it probably should have gotten delayed at least one more time for a couple months while they ironed out some stuff. And apparently, if you're playing it on PC, it's even worse. Um, like, it, you pretty much have to play it with a controller on PC. Like, the keyboard is just broken. It just doesn't work right. Um, it uh, On PCs has a really bad screen tearing problem, too. I don't, I don't know. It just wasn't... It, it's not baked yet. So we'll, we'll come back to Moonglow Bay in a month. See, see if it's better. Um, all right, so that is... What we've been playing, we're going to talk about Patreon for a second now. That's the way you can support this podcast monetarily. You can support this podcast itself in a lot of different ways. Like, you can download it. You can tell your friends about it. You can post about it on social media. Like, that's support. But if you want to support us with money, uh, Patreon's the right way to do it. So go to patreon.com bite me podcast. To do that, we have one, three, seven, and ten dollar tiers. You get some stickers and stuff. I just found them. They're in a box right there. I actually unpacked that box. So uh, probably not this weekend because it's Extra Life weekend, but maybe next weekend we'll uh, get some stickers out to people. I know I've said that probably 150,000 times by now. One of these times it will not be a lie. That's what you have to stick around for. It's the time when it's not a lie. Uh, What is, in fact, something we do do, though, is our $10 patrons uh, do get a little shout-out every episode, so big shout-out to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Joe Cole, Jr., thank you, and all the rest of our patrons for your patronage, I guess? I think that's how it works. Again, you can go to bitemepodcast.com slash... Patreon. I think you can also go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. I think both of those work. That's, that's the long and short of it. Uh, also this weekend, uh, October 6th and 7th is extra life. We, I'm, I'm so excited about this. This is such a good time. Um, I'm gonna say three things that you should do. The first thing you should do is come join our team. Go to bitemepodcast.com slash extra That'll take you to where you need to do to become a member of the Extra Life team. We're gonna have a great time. There's gonna be a lot of opportunities to actually play with us. Uh, do a lot of good multiplayer stuff. We're playing a lot of like co-op stuff and stuff that has cross-play. So regardless of kind of what system you're on, you'll be able to play with us. Although you're gonna probably be best off if you have a if you have a PC or an Xbox. Not a lot of PlayStation gaming going on, uh, except for things like Back for Blood, which is you know actually fully. Cross- cross, you know, platform um, or cross play compatible, I should say. Um, the second thing you can do is go to bite me podcast.com slash extra life and donate to us if you're not playing. Uh, every little bit helps on our path to get to six thousand dollars. I am going to put up some um, milestones for myself uh, during this where strange things may happen. Like I, we haven't quite figured this out yet, but there's a possibility. Uh, Megan, uh, who is on our team and also one of our. Uh, favorite listeners, uh, suggested that I, I dye my go-to, goatee pink and add glitter to it. So, you know, depending on how much we raise, I may have a pink glittery goatee. Colby may have one too. He doesn't know that yet, but we're going to tie him what? down. You're going to love it, Cole. It's going to be great. Mm. Um... Fun stuff like that. And and so that's, the, you know, that's the third thing is, is you need to uh, come hang out at uh, TV slash bite me podcast this weekend. We're going to be live streaming from, oh, probably 8 to 8 Pacific, or I'm sorry, 8 to 8 Eastern time. I live there now. Um, all weekend. So come uh, come Saturday and Sunday, hang out with us and, uh, you know, chat and, and let us know, you know, how we're doing and if my goatee looks good pink or not. So. Come, uh, come, do some extra life stuff with us because it's going to be just an absolute ton of fun. I'm, I'm very excited about that. Ah, uh, next, Dylan. News. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, first up, Blizzard has fixed everything. I know you guys were all super worried. Oh, thank worried. goodness! I know, right? All they had to do, like they've got this problem, and it's, it's like systemic at this point. It's so bad. All they had to do is say they have a zero-tolerance harassment policy call, and everything's better. Oh, they okay, fixed cool. it. Um, I... Okay, so here's here's the quote. We'll, we'll start with what they're saying. In the past, when we discovered and substantiated harassment, we terminated some employees and provided verbal or written warnings or different disciplinary action to others, which, I mean, that's something they're saying happened in the past. That, that seems... Um, Unlikely, based on the number of lawsuits that they're currently facing, but fine. We'll, we'll is them the, the state of California <laughs> suing them? We'll give them the benefit of the doubt that in the past, people have been disciplined. In retrospect, <laughs> to achieve our goals for workspace excellence, this approach is no longer adequate. We need tougher rules and consistent monitoring across the entire company to make sure reports are being handled correctly and discipline is appropriate and swift. So going forward, you... you have workplace misconduct, we're just gonna fire you. Which, I'm gonna say two things. One, like, cool, but m- I don't think that's legal. Um, I, I guess California might be a right to work state, I don't, I don't know, maybe, but like, I guarantee you, two things are gonna come of this. Like, I guarantee you two things are gonna happen. One, someone's gonna get fired for being a jerk and is going to sue them for it and probably win. Two, somebody's going to get fired for something that they absolutely should not get fired for, but they're going to have to because, sorry, we've got a zero tolerance policy. What can we do? Those two things, I would be betting money will happen. Um, the third thing that they're doing is so, Bobby, Bobby, what is his last name? Starts with a K. Uh, Bobby Kotick, who is the, the CEO of, of Blizzard, um, Activision takes, takes all responsibility for this so much so that until they fix this, he's going to take the smallest salary that they can legally pay him. Would you like Uh, to know, first uh, of all, how much that is?
1: Well, I, can I ask the second question of, and he's going to give up his
0: stock options, right? He is going to give up his, so that is actually a good point. (laughs) <laughs> is he, he uh, unlike a lot of CEOs who say, I'm not gonna take a salary, but then still get their bonuses and stock options, he is actually giving up his all of his bonuses and his stock options at Vest this year. Um, But the, the lowest amount of money they can pay him is still over $60,000 a year. But that's not the big thing. That's not the problem. Bobby Kotick is worth $650 million. So just an interest this year, like he doesn't touch his principal. Dude can probably pull in $30, $35 million. Like he's making it out to be like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get all this money that I was going to make this year. I'm like, dude, if I had one one hundredth of your net worth, I would never work a day again in my entire life. I would just... Sit at home and play Blizzard video games. Like,
1: also, can we start calling him Bobby Kotick, star of Moneyball?
0: I forget he's in Moneyball, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I every time I hear a CEO like say, like, "Well, I'm only going to make a dollar this year," I'm like, "Well, that's really easy to say when you're going to actually pull in, you know, millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars for money that you have sitting in a bank somewhere." Like, I. Just,
1: I uh, I do enjoy that his uh, um, Wikipedia page has at least two sections um, for controversies or sexual harassment. So, oh, he's also a non-executive director of the Coke uh, Coca Cola Company.
0: Oh, good, good. I don't know
1: if he still is. That was as of two thousand
0: twelve. I don't know, man. I just like get it together. Get it together, Um, Blizzard. Who. uh, kind of made a little bit of a, a, a buzz a couple months ago because they they do you remember when like the president of Blizzard just like hey I'm quitting see you guys um, and they replaced him with uh, Mikey Barra and um, some lady and I, I don't rem- I don't remember her name I don't have the article pulled up but she was like the first female executive at Blizzard you'll be happy to hear that she's given her notice and she will only <laughs> be finishing out this year so things <laughs> at Blizzard are great don't 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 read anything into that at all. All fixed. All fixed. Zero tolerance policy, and Bobby Kotick's only going to make a couple tens of millions of dollars this year, um, even without a salary. But whatever. It's fine. Um, Why do you you still work with $650 million? I don't get it. Right? Like, if I had... $3 million? I would never work a day again in my life. Like, $3 million, you can pull in $150,000 a year just on investments. No reason to work. No reason to work. I don't know. Whatever. I guess some people just like it? I I, I guess? (laughs) I don't think so.
1: They like the power. They like that they can sexually harass people and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not only the only thing that happens is that like I don't know your Wikipedia page mentions it.
0: <laughs> All good, Dylan. You played a little bit of uh, Luigi's Mansion, right? I did. You liked it. You vacuumed up some ghosts. Is that is that I how that like, game works?
2: I <laughs> think so. Um, Va- the only thing it's missing is a Dyson sponsorship.
0: I do you own a Dyson? I do. Do you like it a lot?
2: Um. For the most part, other than it's very old at this point, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. been, it's been pretty worked over. I'd yeah, probably I need to replace it.
0: There, there's a Dyson, um like repair facility in Everett. You can just take it up and they'll renew it for you. You know, okay. just saying. Um Actually,
2: I got. That's good to know because right, <laughs> it it probably it just needs like parts yeah, more yeah, yeah. than like
0: just needs a little love, a little mm, TLC. Mm, look at that. This is a, an unofficial bite me endorsement, but I, I have two Dysons and I love both of them, um, which is odd because I don't have any carpet now, so I don't I don't know exactly what I'm what I'm doing there. But it's fine, it's absolutely fine. Uh, if you also like vacuuming or vacuuming up ghosts, I guess I, this is a weird transition. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, there is a a third Lego set coming out. Um, Featuring the Mario Brothers, but this one is actually uh, actually featuring Luigi, and it is uh, Luigi's Mansion themed. It came out, uh, it was announced on Halloween, I believe, uh, as, you know, part of spooky season, Uh, but it actually doesn't come out until January 1st, so it's not quite as spooky, I guess, but they're super fun looking, and I, you know, I I would recommend that if you like Legos, and you like vacuums, and you like Luigi, January 1st look out for mm-hmm. new Luigi Mansion Legos. All and right. know it's pretty cool. Right? They're good. They're really good. I uh I don't own any of the the Mario Legos, but I I look at them and go like those are fun. I, you know, that's that's enough, right? I like that they exist. I don't need to own them for it to be, you know, it's all right.
2: I just uh, look at them every time I'm at Target.
0: Right? Oh, like, look at that. How is that I, I, I was at uh, Disney Springs the other day and I went to go into the Lego store and there was a line. You had to wait in line to go into the Lego store. And I, I like Legos, but not that much. Like, oh, I don't I, I don't have waiting in time. I
2: waited in a line for a
0: Lego store the other day. Yeah, just not just not worth it to me. So, uh, all right. So, <sighs> Sony. Sony is obviously a... a, a they, they make games for their own system. You may have heard of it. It's called the PlayStation. This is not... This is not the news part. Have you heard of the PlayStation before? What's new? what's the PlayStation? It's it's is it new. It's new. Um, there is five of them. There's five of them, but you might have missed. You might have missed the other ones. Maybe maybe it's. I, I can see how you could have could have skipped this. Anyway, the the, the news is is that uh, Sony has actually officially branded their their PC gaming not not studio exactly but they they've created a PC label for the games that they're releasing on PC and that's a I think it's a pretty big deal for people like me who've bought a PlayStation 3 and then never used it and then bought a PlayStation 4 and never used it and every once in a while things like Man, do I need a PlayStation Five? And I think the answer now is officially no, because I think everything's going to come across eventually. I think that Sony has tasted that sweet, sweet PC gamer money, and uh, and has realized that they, you know, that they don't lose anything by bringing these games to PC. So that that's that's a pretty good that's pretty good news for me. What do you? You're you're a PC gamer guy too, Dylan. Are you? Is that is there stuff you'd like to play on the PC that or? Uh, playstation games that you would play in the pc if you had if you could i guess
2: i mean honestly at this point pretty much no but (laughs) like the fact that i don't ever need to have another console to have space for like that's nice um it's because like yeah i would play them but i probably don't need to get a of PlayStation five yeah, or six right? or seven or eight or nine or ten. Yeah, um, are, are,
0: have you? I, I don't. I haven't played any of the PlayStation PC ports. Uh, I haven't played mm-hmm. any of those. Have you played any of them? Like, is that, is no. that something you're interested in? Like, I mean, will you? Have you played God of War?
2: I did on on the PlayStation. PlayStation, yeah, yeah. So, are there um, any of them that you
0: haven't played? Like, I mean, is like Days Gone something you'd be playing on the PC? Yeah. Or, um, I was
2: passingly interested, like. It, they're all games that it's like, if I had, like, the fact that I don't have a PlayStation is like, it's not enough to get one, though, right? right. Like, that's the problem. Is like, I was even, I'm like, I'm curious to play Death Stranding still, yeah. but I'm not gonna, like, acquire a system. To, like, none of them are that good. And, like, my buddy gave me his PS5 so I could play Ratchet and Clank, which is another game where I wouldn't, like, it's uh, probably about as tempting as I could get to get a PS5, but. It's still not quite enough, yeah, yeah. even though the game was fantastic. Like, absolutely super fantastic game. Would like, you 10 play 10. Would
0: you play Death Stranding on a PC?
2: Um, yeah, because I've thought about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it actually out? Is it out on PC I now? I think this is, is it... out on PC,
0: actually. Okay.
2: Because I thought, I remember looking at it, it as like, oh, this is coming to PC, and like, two years and then i think it actually like they launched it sooner or something yeah it is, but it I, is actually out i kind of like stopped caring right now it's um, on
0: sale even dylan you could buy that on steam and only pay actually, yeah it's pretty it, cheap now apparently too. it is not on sale right now but okay. it was on sale at i think some i've point. seen it yeah so <laughs>
2: like i've considered it but i don't know like maybe
0: yeah, I like I I just like knowing that if I don't ever buy another PlayStation, that if there's something that I really need to play, that I can play it on my PC. Like I'm, I'm kind of interested in playing. Um, uh, shoot, what's what's that game with Ellie the, the zombie? Last game. of Us. Last of Us. Like I would like yeah. to play the Last of Us two on PC um just because i'm not very good at that game um I, like i love the story but i just keep getting killed and i hate it and i find it really frustrating it'd be nice to, be able to play that game potentially with cheats activated like that that would be really nice so i uh, i i like the idea that sony is being a little more open to bringing these games over and i think creating that pc label shows that they're doing even a little bit more so i think that's good news um i I don't know how this happened, but we're actually talking about Google Stadia twice in a row, like two weeks in a row, and it's not saying like, huh, Google Stadia is doing something stupid, or do you guys remember Google Stadia? Like, I mean, there's there's obviously been a little bit of that, but Google Stadia is actually releasing um, time-limited demos now, so you can actually go play, uh, it's called Hello Engineer, which is apparently some, like, sequel to uh, the Hello Neighbor games, which I... Uh, I wish I could understand how Hello Neighbor went from being a game that just bombed on release to being a game that has all these sequels and, like, a TV show and books. And it makes literally no sense to me. But, man, good job on them for, like, taking an IP and doing something with it. Um, But this, to me, makes a ton of sense. Like, if... If cloud streaming is good for anything, it's good for saying, hey, here's Hello Engineer, you can play a 30-minute time-limited demo of this, there's no install, you just go play it. Um, And I think that, like we said last week, if, if Stadia can make their money, or if they can do their thing being another company's easy way to get access to cloud stuff like here go play our demo on google stadia hey go you know here's a game we're releasing for free on stadia you know if if they can use it to white label and to play demos on like i think they're going to do better there than they ever did as stadia being a thing um like i I think there are people that still really like stadia but i think they are few and far between i think this actually makes way 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 more sense to uh Google and people that you know are into this than than anything else. What do you guys think
2: I? Think all those people are lying
0: (laughs) the people that say they like stadia. Yeah, I don't know Um, I know that I mean there are folks in our discord that that play that so you know, I mean It's it there are definitely people that do it. I think it's just few and far between I don't know. Yeah, and they're all lying. They're all liars (laughs) uh Speaking of things like Stadia, Stadia Stadia-esque, Stadia-adjacent, I guess, uh, GeForce Now, which is kind of a, another Stadia type competitor, the difference being obviously is that instead of Stadia where you buy your games and play them on Stadia, uh, GeForce Now allows you to install your Steam and Origin and Epic Games on a remote server and play them. Um, we talked about this I think last week where they now have a $100 option where you can actually play on a uh, Nvidia 3080 remotely. There's, they, they, they do all right. Um, you can actually now play that on your Xbox. Uh, the new version of Xbox comes with the the Edge browser which supports uh, GeForce Now so you can actually like on your Xbox launch the Edge browser and then log into GeForce Now and play Steam games so if there's you know some stuff that you uh, have been wanting to try and uh, just didn't you know don't have a PC don't have it hooked up to something like this is something you might try call like you could you could log into my Steam library and play games on your Xbox. Um the you know interesting, I have Steam library right? Yeah but mine has like 1,500 games in it, yours probably doesn't. Mine has quite a few. <laughs> for a guy with a MacBook Air, you've got a pretty big Steam library, is what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, I, the, mostly it's just that I have been using
1: Steam since it was released in yeah, yeah. 2002, 2003.
0: We actually did that the other day. Uh, me and Happy Funball from our Discord were talking about like the oldest game we own on Steam. And I think, I think for me, it was actually the Orange Box um, or something very orange box-esque. And then like nine games that I've never heard of. Like I bought a bunch of games, I'm like, what? what's this? Um, anyway, like I said, you, you can now on your Xbox log in and play these games. The interesting thing is, is uh, so Days Gone, which is a game that normally works on uh, on GeForce Now, is not available via your Xbox for some reason. Uh, it's PlayStation that's exclusive. The PlayStation, yeah. That I was going to say. <laughs> I was trying to remember. Is that the? <laughs> yeah. So so you cannot play PlayStation games via GeForce Now on your uh, on your Xbox, which is an interesting an interesting. Uh, Oh no, I'm I'm sorry. It is not actually Days Gone. It is it is Death Stranding. I apologize. So Death Stranding is not available. So uh, another PlayStation exclusive that you can't play via GeForce Now on your Xbox. Although apparently if you uh, if you're in Russia, you can. So oh, I don't know. Well, I, I think that's kind of fun. You should try that out, Colin. Let me let me know if it uh, like how how that works for you. I, I'd be curious to see.
1: Can I play Red Dead Redemption? I
0: don't. Do you have that on Steam? <laughs> no. Then no, you absolutely cannot.
1: Okay, well, there's my answer.
0: <laughs> okay, fine. I'll try it. We'll let you know. All right, that is it for news this week. We're getting that kind of part of the year where news is a little bit few and far between, to be honest. I think We could just
1: start making stuff up. It only gets... Yeah, oh, yeah. I can make stuff up, that's for sure.
0: Make up a story for me.
1: Um, Did you hear Call of Duty went woke? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I was just imagining anything I say is probably just going to... Parody, real life. So, yeah.
0: Poe's law is strong yeah. when it comes to video games. <laughs> Did you hear Call of Duty went woke? <laughs>
1: now now they blame the uh, war crimes on the people who actually committed them and not Russia.
0: I am going to type in Call of Duty went woke. <laughs>
1: uh
0: it probably added like a woman to it. <laughs> I I do not see anything with that exact uh I do not see anything with that exact title which is disappointing. Although Disney is purging Star Wars Marvel because of their woke agenda. I think you should know about that. And Wait, cult, Disney's purging it? I guess I, I not 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 that, but let's see. Um Call Seems like a Duty, bad business move on right. their part. Call of Duty leaker says fans are going to explode when they see Vanguard. That does not seem like that's a positive thing to do to your fans. I don't... Like, if you blow up your fans, they won't buy the sequel. That's yeah. that's just what I'm saying. All right. Dylan, help me out here. A-O-V. It's time for questions. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. And Vinny. some cannoli. Do you guys like cannoli? Yeah. Like, I, I
2: had one for the first time. I think it's okay. It's good. Yeah.
0: yeah, like it's, it, it's, it's uh, fine.
2: Anything with cream in it, I'm there.
0: Yeah, they, I like I, I, I love it. I think I was. I thought I'd like cannoli more than I do. Like it's fine, mm. um. But I don't know if it's something you that like just, you just
2: have great expectations.
0: Yeah, that could be. That could be. I uh, I actually ate it at a place like that's right by your house, and it was it was fine. It was you know like not bad, just not yeah. something I'd probably run out and get again. All right. Devinster, Vinny, says, is there a game franchise that you wish had uh, a games-as-a-service, like a, a game that is not games-as-a-service that you wish was? For example, a God of War uh, game that has kind of a Destiny 2 kind of a feel to it. Is there is there something that you would... A game you'd like to make into a games-as-a-service game. Call, you're smiling. What do you think? Would it be Red Dead? I, well, it Red could Dead. be, except Red Dead is a games-as-a-service game, essentially. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want the online, like...
1: Yeah. I see, that's that's I don't know.
2: That's exactly what I was gonna say too. Is I I don't remember why we talked about this before, but I had kind of brought up like The Witcher in this. Yeah, yeah, example I do before, actually, yeah. but like some I want a game like The Witcher, or Cyberpunk, or Red Dead, or GTA Five. That's not online. necessarily. it. Doesn't have to be online. Just give me ongoing.
1: Single player content, yeah. but I, I don't. Like, I
0: mean, that's not really games of the service though. Games of the Service is, is online content.
1: I got to level twenty seven in Destiny by myself, so yeah, yeah, so, well, yeah. Uh, but it ca- it can be online, but I
2: don't know if I need to be running around with sixteen schmoes like just like torching me when I'm trying to like I, go do this thing or. I
0: I don't see why Games games as
1: as a Service has to be multiplayer, though.
0: Well, I mean, if it's not, then you're just essentially talking about, like, buying a season pass and getting DLC. Like, to me, there's a a difference between the two.
2: I guess, well, when you do a DLC, it's like you drop it once and it's done. Whereas, like, when I think Games as Service, you're thinking weekly events. And, like...
0: Does that work single-player, though? I mean, like, granted, you can play...
2: I think it does, because I think the idea being you basically have an endless stream of side quests, right? So in The Witcher or Red Dead, you go to the bounty board, and every single week, there's seven new bounties on the board, right? Like, I think there is a way, like, it doesn't have to be these big, huge story pieces, but the fact that every there's an update, so there's just content is continually coming out and the world is changing with that right it's not because like you you can add a, a story arc but the the idea that the town might change over time to sure. thinking the extreme example being Fortnite, every couple months they like blow up part of the map and then a volcano erupts or i like that kind of like world shattering stuff that doesn't necessarily need to happen but the idea that there's a new sheriff in town or something like it like it could be something stupid like that though but the world could change over time yeah like i would totally play a red dead like that where the new banditos come into town and are are raising havoc this week and and that's what you're dealing with um it's just like it's more content on a smaller scale more often, mm-hmm. rather than three DLCs over the next four years that you never play because I'm playing the game now, and then by the time the stuff comes out, I'm tired of playing the game because I've already played it for 300 hours.
0: Would you would you pay a subscription fee for that? Because I, it, I the think way I,
2: I'm a, the way I'm imagining it, yes. Okay, because I, th- I think you'd have to.
0: Uh, because, I mean, yeah. uh, any any games-and-service game is driven by, essentially, an economy where people yeah. are willing to buy cosmetics, and uh, people don't right. buy cosmetics for single-player games. And it's like, uh, that doesn't
2: necessarily mean it can't be online, either. Sure. Um, but maybe it could be both. Yeah, maybe yeah. you could you could just play it by yourself. I mean, Destiny really play does kind friends of work that way. Or, you can, you right. can
0: sort of play that by yourself, kind of.
1: Yeah. Would, um, would you spend five dollars a month for a cure for tuberculosis, Cliff? <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah. I just, w- I just want like seasons in Red Dead, like yeah, not, yeah, like like I like literal seasons. Like I want it to be summer and <laughs> winter.
0: Colby wants a season pass, but really he just wants there to be yeah. awesome. autumn. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: I, I like the snowy part of the map, and I just want that yeah. to, like, when it when it gets to be winter for it to be snowy yeah. everywhere. I'll be honest, that actually
0: is that's something th- I really like in Forza. I love that Forza has, See? like, seasonal changes, and right. so, you know, sometimes you're in the snow, sometimes you're in the wet, you know. It's pretty cool. I yeah. agree.
2: But that's exactly what I'm imagining, though, when I'm thinking of, like, the, the trying to make it a living world. Because um, that's something, like destiny doesn't have that kind of experience where you're like interacting with townsfolk right it's just like you're just killing aliens and you're killing different shaped aliens this week or something i don't know like but rather seeing just small details shift within the world and new characters can be added that that are patrons for you to do deeds for and i mean you can hunt banditos forever right there's plenty of that or hunting or i don't know Um,
0: i I think this is one of those uh one of those ideas or concepts that we file under um what what do you think a you know a better system could give us Um, right because like there's probably not like the way video games are currently developed the way that you know video games currently exist like this is probably an impossibility because it would just be so uh, it'd be so difficult to keep that kind of pace it would require so many man hours but in a world where like ai is a little bit better and um mm-hmm. you know uh you know you can take a, a picture of some i mean i guess to think when you think about like things like deep fakes right now like I, I, a friend of mine literally posted the other day on facebook like seven different versions of her face into the protagonist of a movie character mm-hmm. and it worked pretty well um, and in a world where you know that kind of technology makes it so you can very quickly and easily create a new or a bunch of new characters in a video game you know where, where you're not having to create models from scratch you can just literally like develop you know take a a, you know generated character put them into a generated model and then have you know generated voiceover work um, Like that makes that kind of concept way easier, so I don't know. It's a, it's a, that's actually a really a really compelling idea And I think that there are probably a lot of people that would pay Five bucks a month or eight bucks a month to play. I would pay, pay eight dollars a
2: month if in GTA V, I could just walk into every building. Mm-hmm. I'll give you eight dollars. I'll give anyone eight dollars a month if every door I can open. Right? Yeah. Every like, every
0: house is interesting. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Um Then that, that's kind of where this idea stems from. Is just to whatever they can do, I'll give them. I'll. I'd give them twenty dollars a month. Yeah.
0: I, uh, I I think that too. There are video games like uh, like the Far Cry series. Like I think Far Cry is just fun. Um, But the best parts of Far Cry is when the AI, like, interacts with itself in interesting and weird ways. Um, And so I think that, you know, you could could get to the point where the AI is doing interesting things all the time. So, I mean, like, what I really like is when, like, the AI comes, you know, carrying down the, the road on a motorcycle and then runs into a bear and then the bear lights on fire and then runs into, you know, a bad guy encampment and lights the entire encampment on fire and then other people light on fire and run around and then a bunch of stuff explodes. But it doesn't have to be that much. I mean, you know, that scale of things, but interesting, so.
1: I was playing Red Dead the other day and I don't know what I hit, but I actually punched my horse
0: straight in the face. <laughs> like,
1: I was, I was trying to feed it and I don't know what button just, like, punches your horse, but I just like sucker punch my horse in the back of the head and it like kind of shifted and turned around and then just
0: kicked me like straight in the face. <laughs> I I think you it to me the other day, the cutscene where it was like them talking you're, and a horse like wandered in and lit on fire. Well, it, it's like during this like kind of emotional scene
1: where you're talking to like this former slave or, or like he's like a slave. Uh, he captured like runaway slaves and stuff and for some reason you kicked like a little stick that hit the fire that then landed on your horse and the horse lit on fire, but just stood there on fire and then just just laid down on
0: fire. I'll be honest, horses burn and then burn out a lot faster than (laughs) I thought they would. Like, I thought that actually like... Cremating a horse with a campfire would actually take a lot longer than like 35 seconds, but no, yeah, like it, yeah. it's actually very quick, very quick. All right, uh, Miss Happy Childhood, our uh, our newest questionnaire, uh, wants to know is it dumb to buy a Nintendo Switch for my family at this point in time? Um, and I think the answer is no, um, mm-hmm. especially get if you got OLED. one of the new OLED ones. Um, yeah, sp- get one of the new ones, spend an extra 50 bucks on it. Um, I think that like, first of all, I don't think you're going to see a new switch for at least another two or three years. Um, I would guess at this point and like the number of games that are available right now, like that have come out over the Switch's lifetime, plus the amount of games you're going to see over the next two or three years, um, make owning a switch a, a very, very, very easy decision. Um, I think that the Switch is still very much the system when people play a lot of fun games going, oh man, this would be the best, the best place to play this would be the Switch. Um, And I think that in addition to that, the the new Valve um, kind of handheld that has the same kind of uh, layout as a Switch is probably only going to make Switch like games or games that play well on that format um, more common. So, I absolutely like if as, as long as you have $350 and you're not going to have to, like, I don't know, uh, like do some sort of string of murders or something in order to, to do it or, or, you know, like some sort of scheme in order to get one, I think that absolutely you should buy. Just go get an OLED Switch. They're gorgeous. The screens on them are phenomenal. Um, and there's, I mean, we could probably spend five minutes and say here's twenty games that are going to be great on that. Um, I, you know, I I don't play among a ton, but it's it, it's really more just because there are other play, places I play games. But the games I play on it are are great. Um, and there's often really good sales on Switch games too, not Nintendo games, but uh, but very good games on very good deals on Switches. What do you What do you guys think? Is it still still worth it buying a Switch? I yeah. mean, Dylanodes too. Yeah. It's true. I want an OLED one, too. Yeah, man. I've seen... I think Eddie in our Discord uh, traded his in and only paid like 100 bucks for, for the upgrade, and that's very, very tempting. Because that screen it's is... It's very tempting, yeah. That screen's beautiful, man. So, yeah. No, get a Switch. They're great. Absolutely great. Um, and it's... I mean, frankly, it's it's a cool handheld to be able to play in handheld mode or also play on your TV. Like, And they look great on TVs. Like, absolutely. Absolutely think of that. Uh, ShadowX says, what do you think makes a... Uh, a good video game based show or movie, and I would say, ha, ha, have we had one? I'll let yet? you know when I see <laughs> one. Actually, The Witcher.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, The Witcher was good, but I mean, I think I, The Witcher probably like would have been a good. Well, do you count
2: that off the book? Yeah, that's the, what I was going to say. The game? Yeah, like, is the,
0: I don't think that being a good TV show had anything to do with it being a video game. <laughs> I think it came yeah. for having a, a very rich universe that other, is mostly stolen from the books. Other than
2: I... I think, to be fair, it is actually is an adaptation of the game as opposed to the book.
0: Oh, I thought it was actually an adaptation of the book, not the game. I, I don't have know.
2: to look this out because I wasn't ready to talk about that specifically. Um, but yeah, because I was thinking that the the I think it follows. No, I don't. Cameron, I don't Ike think
0: anything out. in the game. I don't think anything in the the or show. I, either that or I am game.
2: thinking of something else. Yeah,
0: I mean that's fun. Um, I, I thought I thought Detective Pikachu was a really good uh video game movie, but also didn't really have much to do with you know the the lore itself um i I, to me probably i are
2: correct it is an adaptation of the book
0: i think that probably what makes a good video game movie is not trying to follow what the video game does very closely (laughs) i think i think i think it's you know you you base it on the world not base it on anything else
2: um, Games are not movies; they yeah. are structured in a completely different way, nor do they
0: need to be like nor should yeah. they be um that being said i think I think it 's very surprising that no one 's really made a great great video game movie yet because like the worlds are so rich um i don't know what what's the best what 's your favorite video game movie and hmm. It's it's doom, uh, uh. right? Oh yeah, Carl Urban, The Rock, <laughs> The Rock, <laughs> the first person shooter mode of that movie. Yeah. Uh, Mine is probably Detective I'm, Pikachu.
2: I mean, it's probably Detective Pikachu, and that's like, yeah. I mean, that's a, also weird to call that a video game movie. I guess. Yeah.
0: Um, Do you remember when the they game? made a movie based off Battleship? <laughs>
1: yeah, I do. I saw it. It had Rihanna. Rihanna. I don't know. Did it? Oh, the, yeah. just
0: the trailers from that made me think that that was a bad movie to see. It, it was. It was. <laughs> Anything you like? The, the original, the two Raider movies with uh, Angelina Jolie are okay, right? It's got what's know. his name from. are <laughs> well, they? They're they're like watchable they're, though,
1: aren't they? Like, I mean, yeah, they're okay. They've got what's his name good. from Red Dwarf. Yeah, they do. Is he the highlight? Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Did, so did the Detective Pikachu game come out before the movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 2016. Yeah. Like? Those, that and like,
2: Pokemon was a game first before anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, the manga came out after Pokemon was a game. Yeah. So that is a, f- I think that's a fair... I mean, there's oh, been me, good. An- there's also good animated. Po- the animated Pokemon movies,
1: not bad. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're not bad. All so, sixteen
0: of them. Wow,
1: jeez. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, there's like seventeen hundred
0: episodes of the show, or something. Twelve hundred. Yeah. My guess is what makes like it's probably way easier to answer the question of what makes a a video game movie bad, and I think that a lot of it has to do with like creative control. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's kind of like the the a lot of problem like Disney has with things where they just won't... I think it's why a lot of Disney video game, or I'm sorry, a lot of Star Wars video games are bad, actually, is because they keep such a tight right. grasp on their IP. And I think that's why you see a lot of video game movies never get made because, you know, and, and you'll watch it and it's like, ah, uh, you know, they got a new director. Oh, they got a new director. They got a new director. Oh, and hey, they're going into rewrites. And it's because the vision of the people that are good at making movies don't match the vision of people that are good at making video games and they can't find a place to meet in the middle. Do you yeah. think
1: that, um, that, uh, like what are those called? Miniseries work better for, or not mini series, but like series, a uh, series yeah. probably in a lot probably, of cases. Yeah. Um, cause I
2: was just having this conversation, um, the other day specifically about the witcher in that case too because we were just talking about like the fact that it seems like henry cavill really loves the witcher too also helps and he's kind of i don't know whether he was like that interested before or after because i'm just i'll be honest i'm not like a henry cavill fanboy so i don't have all these facts uh lined up but um, the fact that he is like you see him on the internet being like playing video games and stuff and it's like Building his own he PC. seems right it's like he cares about that source material yeah. whether or not before or after he became the witcher i don't i don't really know but just the fact that the people making the product all, care about it yeah. like it's important to them rather than just some some guy yeah that they hired to direct the new the new movie with this video game IP. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I mean, there's plenty of people that do care about that stuff that would probably do a good job, but they're just not the ones that get in charge of those projects yep. or they have someone who has their fingers on it too close and end up screwing it up. Yeah.
0: No, no, I get it. I think that makes sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, all right, next question. Uh, Monotone Screaming wants to know, what are some of your favorite early 2000s shooters? I know that he is currently playing through Bioshock and enjoying it. What uh, What are some good... What What's a good shooter that runs on older hardware? Half-Life 2. Ooh, Half-Life 2 is a good choice. Half-Life 2 is a very good choice. I, I should beat that game. I've never beaten it. I should I should do that.
1: Um, I want to see what year this was because... I mean.
0: I would say uh, Fallout Three is a pretty solid choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like 2007, wasn't it? Yeah, it's still early 2000s, right? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cole. I, let's be honest. When people say 30 years ago, I think like I don't know. That's like what 1982. So early 2000s can be 2007. The Soldier of Fortune video game. <laughs> I owned that video game and mm-hmm. it was notable because it had uh destructible people limbs. Yeah, you could yeah. literally there was a there was a shot you could get on that game where you would shoot off a person's legs, um, like one at the hip and one at the knee and shoot them and spin them around on their <laughs> one remaining wow. knee. It was brutal no it wasn't actually because it was so comical because <laughs> it was from the 2000s it just
2: looked ridiculous it was
0: it was it was like it was very gory and very violent and very bloody but in a way that <laughs> but looked slightly better than GoldenEye. yeah you know and it was one of those things that like I would guarantee you at some point in time that game got brought up in a congressional hearing oh I guarantee <laughs> like guaranteed that that happened Um, along with probably like Carmageddon and then, but everyone was just like, I mean, like, first of all, like those games probably came up in a congressional hearing in like 2015, 2015. Um, and and at the time people were like, well, yeah, but those games are like 12 years old now, guys. Um, yeah, I don't know. Carmageddon was pretty good too, though, to be honest. Uh, other, let's see, other, other shooters from the early Um. 2000s.
2: Two of my picks um, would be, well, I guess I mean Halo is obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halo. Um, Halo
0: Two is a good choice too. Probably
2: Doom Three was pretty solid. Yeah,
0: I I wish I I wish I would um, played. What do you know? Do you know Dylan? What system you played Doom Three on?
2: Xbox. Yeah,
0: and I kind of wish yeah. I'd played it on the Xbox because when it came, first came out on the PC. Um, that game was mostly just known for being incredibly dark. And I think when they ported it, it was better. I think the port yeah. was actually better.
1: So, do you want to hear something interesting about that? Because I just listened to something yeah. on a podcast about that. So, the reason people don't like Doom 3, or do like Doom 3, is dependent on how you view Doom, Doom 3. Sure, sure. Doom 3 is not a Doom game.
0: It's like, it's supposed Doom to be like a horror game, right? Is it's a, right, sur-
1: it's, like it's, a, a it's a survival, survival game. Horror, right. horror game. It's
2: not... It is a Far cry from the Doom 2016, like Uh two completely different, and very different than
0: Doom Two, and like the
1: not being able to have a, you know, a uh, flashlight or a gun out at the same time is very like that's supposed to happen. It's not like a, you know, like ah, we just didn't do it. That is how it is supposed to be played because you're supposed to, you know, like do I run in the darkness or do I shoot? Yeah, yeah, you know. Which um, I
2: really like. Lo- I thought that was cool, and
1: okay. I've, yeah, and I I actually redownloaded it on uh, Xbox because it's uh, on Game, Game Pass. Pass yeah. At some point, I'm going to play it because I'm very curious. Because when it came out, I did not like it at all. Same. But I probably was not looking at it from that lens.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. Uh, um. My other choices: Time Splitters Two, good choice, and Red Dead Revolver.
0: I never played that. Never played that.
2: Good stuff. I love th- I love that game.
0: The correct answer is,
1: of course, Dia: Katana. Yeah. How about Gun? That was two thousand five. So I do
2: love Gun. Didn't play Gun either. Gun was so good.
1: I wish Gun got like a re 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 release, but better. I don't know. <laughs> I I wanted I want like Gun, but I want it to be like a actual like top down remake. Yeah.
0: How about, uh, we could say, uh, Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, maybe? Yeah. Mm. I'm just thinking 2000s. about it, like,
1: the, that
2: was, there was, I could probably name a hundred games, like, that were from that early okay. 2000s era. Go. Like.
0: Dylan, Dylan, could you, could you do me a um, favor? Because it really seems yeah. like you're the right person to, to ask this of. Okay. Could you do me, like, a, a breaking news noise? Oh, mm. What's the breaking news <coughs> today?
1: <noise? coughs>
0: this just in, a remastered version of Red Dead Redemption is reportedly in its early stage of development and details about its potential release have leaked online. Sweet. Yeah. W- am I, like, what about New Red Year's? Dead Revolver? <laughs> Not yet.
1: One of my like New Year's resolutions this year was going to be replay the original Red Dead. I just I
0: just wait a little bit. It's uh, apparently going to be four years out. It's uh, apparently uh, in in kind of the uh, same vein as the GTA remastered stuff. So no official confirmation. What's the point? (laughs) Well, what do you mean? Well, I mean, you know, I don't know.
1: They don't look that. I mean, like you you made the the it like slightly more HD. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think what cares. they're saying is they're
0: not going to, they're not going to, you know, completely remaster it. But, yeah. but you know, a lot of it's they've they've modernized the button layout, Man, that kind of stuff. If so.
1: only they had like, I don't know, say a map that was <laughs> the map from Red Dead in a newer engine that they could maybe just use. Yeah. I don't know, Maybe maybe a new John... Um, character model. I don't know something, uh, something,
0: something, something.
1: Mm, yeah, I don't know. It's just a thought. You're
0: saying they could they could save a little time, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, just just maybe just put it straight into the Red Dead Two thing. Yeah, I don't know. That came out in 2010. That's probably not early 2000s. So, all right. Uh, next question. Uh, Prime wants to know: Is there uh, are there any blah 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 blah. Are there yes. any Xbox exclusive games that you think are your favorite? Like, what's your favorite Xbox exclusive?
1: I don't know. I don't pay attention to exclusives. So I got to go look this up. Right?
2: Yeah. You know, I really liked Gears of War. The first one. I haven't really been as hot on the newer ones. Yeah. But, like, as a franchises go, like, I liked Gears of War.
0: Gears of War 5 was, like, solidly okay. Like that was, you know. I think the funny thing is, is like my weird answer to this is probably Forza, and that's super strange. I was wondering
2: if that was my answer too, just because it's so good.
1: It's such a, it's like fable. Fable is good too. Fable one and two. Yeah,
0: I, uh, I, I really, really enjoy Forza though. It's, it's very good. Ori. Oh shoot! Yeah, the Ori games are also very, very good. I didn't think about Ori. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, it's it's probably... Man, Sea of Thieves was super good too, though. Sea of Thieves is real good. That
2: might be mine now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think mine is probably Forza. Probably Forza, but Ori probably second. Um, and I really enjoy Sea of Thieves. You know, one that I, I we... We don't talk a lot about it. It's not like the best game I've ever played. Um, it's probably it's not even close to the best game I've ever played, but Coley and I played um State of Decay two. State of Decay is really good. Um, for probably four or five, six weeks. And that game was flawed and the 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 multiplayer in that game was really flawed but man that game was really interesting like i i don't know the last time i played a game that was that like it took a it took a concept that you know like zombies and made something kind of really interesting about it um i like i liked that game a lot too so it was good um his follow up question is what are your thoughts on battlefield 2042 and i think we can resoundingly say i don't have any um, i liked it before it went woke yeah, I guess. I <laughs> <laughs> Do this you have any thoughts on Battlefield 2042? To any of those games. Yeah, right. Do you have, you have any thoughts on Battlefield 2042,
2: Dylan? Um, No. I, g- I haven't played Battlefield as a franchise for
1: a long time. Yeah. Like, did you play Battlefield 2043? That came out like 10 years ago. Yeah. That's confusing. I played
2: Battlefield.
0: I, I think the problem with these and games... I don't know. Is if if I, like as soon as they first of all as soon as they stopped like including a single player game, they just guaranteed I would never play them. Most um, of them have single player. I think the new ones don't though.
1: I mean, like so, when
0: Battlefield like
1: one or five or whatever the last one. Yeah. I, yeah. Did. I but I'm also I was not interested in playing p- that
2: one. Yeah. I, still, I haven't yet, but that's about the only one I've kind of been interested in
0: playing. I'm not interested in paying sixty dollars for a like. Three-hour campaign. They either. come out on the EA thingamajig. Right? Ah, I forget about that. That's yeah. True, yeah, yeah, and I, actually, that's where I played Battlefield One. Battlefield One was okay. Um,
2: I can guess my thoughts. Yeah, I, I think I generally don't like the gunplay in Battlefield games. Yeah. If I if I did a like a blind gun test on Call of Duty and Battlefield, I'll pick Call of Duty every time. Yeah, I I just think Call of Duty really nailed. How weapons feel and sound and everything, um, and when I play it next to Battlefield, it seems soft. Yeah, yeah, and it's weird. It's a it's it's very hard for me to really articulate, but I know that I like Call of Duty as opposed to Battlefield. Not that I really want to play either of them yeah, at this point. I just but. Don't care. You want
1: to know my favorite thing? Yes. Okay, so Battlefield One came out in 2016. Sure. Battlefield Two. Came out in two thousand five. Makes sense. Battlefield five came out in two thousand eighteen. Makes sense. <laughs> Battlefield four came out in two thousand thirteen. Sure. Makes total but sense. Battlefield one came out after Battlefield Four. Yeah.
0: I, I don't What part of that doesn't make sense to you, Paul?
1: And again, Battlefield I think it's twenty forty three. I let's see. If I misremember No, that's twenty one forty two came out in two thousand six. Battlefield 2042. 2021.
0: Yeah. That makes <laughs> sense. That's <laughs> fine. Like, that's absolutely fine. I, whatever. I, I mean, I think this really just proves that time is a flat circle, Cole. Like, if, it, yeah, if it's yeah. proving anything. Uh, Ryan says, do you have a favorite character from a smaller indie game? What's your Who's your favorite character from a smaller indie game? Hmm, probably, uh... I don't know. Hmm. Hmm.
1: I had a thought and then I, I pulled back. <laughs> I was going to say uh, the the main girl in Spirit that I can't remember but like she literally like didn't talk. You were just like it was you know one she of She was those empty like, vessel and yeah you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh that's
0: a that's a difficult one. I uh I really liked um Every single character in Night in the Woods is that? <laughs> can I say that? Like those characters were all just super fun and super different and really weird, like and all just very very enjoyable. Fun um, fact:
1: I thought that game was okay. Yeah,
0: no, I I don't disagree. I think that that yeah. game, like I, I think that game is absolutely worth playing. Oh, oh um, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Untitled Goose from oh. Untitled Goose Game. So Brooke showed me a uh, a picture of someone who went as Untitled Goose for uh, <laughs> Halloween, and I am so upset that I've never thought to go as like that's absolutely going to be my Halloween costume. Brooke and I are going to go as Untitled Geese next year. Like that's that's brilliant. Yeah, no, no, um, I, yeah, no. I think that's that funny. like the con the concept of Night in the Woods is probably actually better than the yeah. game Night in the Woods, and I think that that game would have been way better if it had been half as long. Um, but I really like the characters. I really like the story. I really like the setting. Um, I just it it's it's a little long and it has some kind of stuff in it that you you don't really need. But yeah, mm-hmm. that was good. Um, I liked Henry in Firewatch a lot. Um, That's kind of what I was thinking too. But I also really like Delilah in Firewatch. I just like Firewatch a lot, really. Um,
1: so. I think the problem is is that, I mean, for the most, part, I won't say for the most part, but like a lot of times characters in indie games like the main character isn't is is I mean like in most video games a lot of times it is that like oh it's yeah. supposed to be you
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or it's uh, a silent protagonist uh-huh. kinda like it's just you're like an avatar kind of
1: bopping around. Because yeah. I was looking uh-huh. at like the, the video games I beat in the last year that were I mean a vast majority of them are indies and I'm like, oh most of these people don't even talk. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. like
0: I really like the characters in Oxenfree as well. Um, I thought they did a really good job of having, like, five very, very different characters that all had, like, very distinct personalities that were a lot of fun, so.
1: The, uh, who, what is, I'm trying to think of the name of that game, Walking Sim, Giant Treehouse. What
0: remains of Edith Finch? Yeah, Yeah. Edith Finch. Edith Finch is a, that's a really good poll
1: too.
0: I mean, Without spoiling it, yeah, 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 that game's great though. Like it's a, there's, there's, there are games that exist that I wish I could just like, wipe my memory of them so I could. Oh, play I can it again. do that. Uh, I got a hammer. It's I was gonna say like yeah, I, I, wish, I wish, I let me restate. I wish there was like a. Um, like a Men in, Men in Black, Black flashy, yeah, thing. flashy thing where you could take... You don't want me to stop. No, I, Colby's... They hit you in the head with a hammer and right. see how it... Colby's gonna go poking past my eye with a knitting needle and just kind of swirl around in there and see what happens. You still remember Edith Finge? Yes. <laughs> this hurts a lot. Okay, give me a second. But I mean, I wish I could just forget about games so I could play them again without, you know, without remembering them. That'd, that'd be great. Uh, let's see. Next, uh, my kid says, uh, oh, he wants to know uh, your favorite carnival or pier game. Like, what's. what's uh, ski ball. Ski ball is the 100% correct answer. Although, pier I do enjoy game? Plinko. Yeah, like,
1: you know, like you. Yeah, I know what a pier is, Cliff. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, what. What what calls it that?
0: I don't know. People. I, I don't know. Boardwalk game. Yeah, like a game you play on the boardwalk. Ski ball is the, the correct answer. But, like I said, I do like Plinko, too. Yeah. So, you know.
2: Ski is a classic.
0: Agreed. Uh, Mansox, who actually owns his own skee-ball game, uh, says, what is your favorite game soundtrack on the Commodore 64? You might be left out of this, Dylan. I will take my bathroom break now.
2: Because <laughs> uh, my question would actually be, what is a Commodore 64? That's fair enough. <laughs> For 600, please. That's fair enough. Uh,
0: he uh, Hans actually says that it's Commando. Um, which I listened to yesterday because I was unfamiliar with it, and he's right. That game goes hard, but the correct answer is Frantic Freddy, absolutely Frantic Freddy. Um, a like it's a which is a, like a platformer, and some guy just all, all the music in it is just pop songs that they like made into MIDI, um, but they're very good. And, and yeah, don't let me down. Um, what, what else is the crazy little thing called Love? Uh, Beethoven's. Fifth Symphony, which was my doorbell as well for a little while, um, but yeah, all pop songs that they they redid and just stole, just outwardly stole, just stole into their video game.
1: Stole. Yeah, yeah, they weren't licensing. Did, did did someone actually? Has anyone actually done the? Uh, I was I was seeing if there was like a
0: like a listing. Yeah, like I wondered if anyone had like ripped the music. Oh yeah, it. absolutely. I, I literally just—it's on YouTube. It's right here. I'll send it to you. Yeah, no, it's very good. But yeah, let's see. So the the listing is uh, Crazy Little Thing. There you go. Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Uh, Boogie Fever, which is a song I do not know. Um, The Easy Winners by Scott Joplin. Don't Bring Me Down by ELO. Yep. Kodachrome by Paul Simon. Uh, a fifth of Beethoven, which is apparently different than Beethoven's fifth. Um, Pineapple Rag by Scott Joplin. Elite, Elite Syncopations by Scott Joplin. Maple Leaf Rag by Scott Joplin. And The Sycamore by Scott Joplin. Entire soundtrack just just ripped. Super good, though. Really good. The game was great. I don't think I ever made it past level f- six, so I, I never got to hear all those Scott Joplin songs. But Who is Scott Joplin? Uh, he is probably, he's a, a ragtime piano player. He's probably most famous for, um, the entertainer. Um, do, 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 That's doo-doo, actually doo-doo. I like. I kind of wondered if it was. Yep. Cause like, I'm like, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Now we're gonna talk about some cheap free games. There's a lot of them. So buckle up buttercup. That's you, Cole. No. <laughs> uh Avon Colony Buckling. is coming from Epic Games. It is a build a brand new home for humanity in Avon Colony. I'll be honest, this is something you might want to play just as a like an you know you know how in like Primer. the Yeah, like the you know, the early two thousands or like video games are making people into War machines, like, they play Doom, and they're just good at, you know, shooting people, like, this might be one of those things where that, you know, it's probably not true, but you might want to just get good at building a new home for humanity on a, a distant planet. Like, I'm just saying that might come up, maybe, um... It's free. Epic Games. Uh, Games with Gold this month. Moving Out, uh, available November 1st and November 30th, which is a very, very good game. It's a, kind of an overcooked style, like multiplayer couch co op game where you're a moving company mm-hmm. moving things out of a house. I played it at PAX a couple years ago. It's, it's good. It's by the people that made uh, Death Squared. Very enjoyable. Um, they are Australian and delightful. We interviewed them, I don't know, 150 episodes ago. Good folk. Uh, Kingdom Two Crowns, which is. Uh, November 16th to December 15th. I've played this game, and I literally do not understand it at all. Like, it's a side-scrolling RPG that makes no sense to me. I People seem to like it, but man, I sure can't I, figure it out. I was thinking that this was the one where the guy's like, black
1: people don't exist. What's
0: that one called? No, no, that's... Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance? Kingdom Come Deliverance, I believe, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, they exist, Colby, just not in his video game. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, close enough. He's also a Gamer Gator, so whatever. Uh, Rocket Knight, shocked. Yeah. so shocked is out uh, the first through the fifteenth, and Lego Batman Two DC Superheroes, which is a very long title, is out November sixteenth through the thirtieth. Uh, so that's actually a pretty good month for Game of Gold. It's been a little lackluster lately. That's some that's some good stuff. I I really suggest moving out. I think uh, that might be a uh, that might be a uh, couch co game we play at uh, Extra Life. That's, Do you have that's
1: to good. listen to the Billy Joel song? I am moving
0: it. out. Do-do-do-do-do. No. Parenthetical Anthony song. You don't have to, but you could. Uh, game Pass, let's see. Coming out uh, today, actually, you can get Minecraft, the Java and Bedrock Editions on PC. If you, for some reason, don't already own Minecraft, I guess there's four or five of you that don't. It's a good game. Uh, Unpacking came out today, too. It's a, uh, let's see, unpack like never before in this Zen Puzzle game where you learn about a character through a variety of moves. Um, November 4th, It Takes Two. It's coming to Cloud Console and PC, which I am very excited about. That game is uh, co-op only. It's developed by the same guy that did... Um, oh, do you remember the name of that game, Cole, where you escape from Prism?
1: Yeah, I don't remember it. Yeah, he's
0: the crazy dude who swore a lot at... Uh, at uh, the Game Awards a couple years ago. I've heard It Takes Two is phenomenal, though. I've heard really good things about that. I'm excited about giving that a try. Uh, Kill It With Fire is a great title for a video game. It comes out on Cloud it's been Console. it on my PC. wish list. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, it is a first-person action game about hunting spiders and causing collateral damage. I can get behind that. That sounds good. Uh, Football Manager comes out on PC and Woo! Cloud Console and PC. Or, uh, sorry, Cloud Console and PC November 9th so you can uh, like... I've I've been watching rewatching Tilt Lasso. I think that, that that show's great. Uh, just started the second season, so check check that out on Apple TV if you haven't. That's good. Uh, Forza Horizon Five comes out cloud console and PC November ninth. I'm super excited about that. Uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas: The Definitive Edition comes out on console November eleventh. Also Veterans Day, so you can celebrate our armed forces by playing Grand Theft Auto. Theft
1: Auto. I mean, which is, is actually
0: nice. kind of really, I mean, like, if you get enough stars in it, they call out the National Guard. So there's uh, your Well, there's, there's a thing where you have to go in and steal a tank. Yeah. So
1: support the troops. Something like that.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, One Step from Eden comes out uh, November 11th as well on console and PC. It is a deck-building, real-time action roguelike. It sounds terrible. <laughs> but you should, I think, um... Uh, if you
1: make it to, um, I don't know, whatever part of, uh, extra extra life life, that you should have to put like 10 hours into that game.
0: (laughs) If we raise $5,000, I have to play one step from Eden. (laughs) it takes every kind of video game i hate and puts it into one neat little package that's that's fair i think it's not a bad idea uh microsoft flight sim game of the year edition comes out november 18th halo infinite which is a little game you might have heard of comes out on console and pc nope. december 8th and among us comes to console december 14th so a couple of those are a little far away but that's a pretty it's a pretty good intro to november there it's good good stuff coming out that i'm excited about uh playstation plus is actually uh is pretty pretty fancy this month they they're putting out 6 games because it's the like I don't know, second or third anniversary of the PlayStation VR. So there's some free VR stuff in there. You get uh, Knockout City, which is a PS5 and PS4 game, which is supposed to be pretty good, actually. I haven't played it, but I've heard good stuff about it. Uh, First Class Trouble, which is a PS5 and PS4 game. Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, is a PS4 game that uh, is a game made by a baseball player in the state of Rhode Island.
2: Uh, (laughs) I've heard it's great. Um, Explain a game without explaining
0: anything about it. (laughs) Oh uh, man! If you if you if you don't know what Kingdoms of AML are, you've not been listening to this podcast enough. Because go to Wikipedia. Man, anytime I have the opportunity to talk about what, Kurt Schilling, is that his name? Kurt yeah. Schilling. Yeah, 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 I I do because I think it's just weird and hilarious. Uh, that's
2: one. That's a question that's gonna save you on like Jeopardy or uh, uh, they, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire one day. We should
1: really do name this disgraced baseball player. Who? Yeah. <laughs>
0: We should really do a, a like a, a, a bite me DLC or something and just like dive deep into Kings of Mammal yeah. <laughs> Uh,
2: for PS, it's weird too because it's it was such a good game though. That's the, that's the what weird makes it part good. Right? that that would because if it was just a, a like a one off really lame game, yeah, but it's it actually be a good, good story, it, yeah. Like, it's it's actually like a nine out of ten on most like. Uh, Video game reviews that I've seen kind of that that level of game Um, Vicki
0: who has been a co-host on this podcast a handful of time. I believe it is her favorite video game actually, so yeah, it's very good Uh, Coming to psvr the persistence uh, The walking dead saints and sinners which you can also play not in VR and until you fall I don't know anything about any of those games Um, except that The Walking Dead probably isn't good. I'm just basing that based on the first one. The rest of them, I don't know, maybe it's fine. Uh, Prime Gaming, man. Prime Gaming is having a good month this month. You can get uh, Control Ultimate Edition for free, so that's uh, the game plus all the DLC. I actually downloaded that yesterday, and I actually got a new video card. So um, last Christmas, I put... put, a RTX 3060 on the like, hey, let me know when you get some in stock list last December 11th. They came into stock like five days ago. So I have a, I have a 3060 now on my PC and I played Control Ultimate Edition on it. It looked fantastic. Um, those ray tracing things are actually kind of interesting, like seeing the reflections on the floor. It's good. Uh, but you can get that. You can also get Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is a pretty, pretty okay game. I like that quite a bit. Um, And Dragon Age Inquisition Is also free And then a bunch of stuff You have never heard of Rogue Heroes Liberated This game I love The name is Baffle Breaks are for losers (laughs) It's a good title Uh, Demon Hunter 2 New chapter Secret Files Sam Peters And Puzzle Agent 2 Which is actually pretty fun I like Puzzle Agent quite a bit It's uh, a I can't remember Who makes that game Same people that make Walking Dead actually But uh, it's good Uh, Troll Corner Telltale Telltale Yeah it's a Telltale game uh, okay, so I'm gonna read you a an, a, an excerpt from a article in uh, I'm gonna say Fortune Magazine, maybe no Bloomberg Wealth, so whatever. And this is talking about the future of NFTs in video games. And like, first of all, I'd like to point out this this article makes literally no sense um but but i I think it'll set up the the stage for you all right imagine being able to earn money by playing mario kart that nintendo spin-off series from the pre-internet super mario you wouldn't have to be all that good at it you wouldn't have to play it 24 7 because in this mind experiment you get to be mario for as long as you like you get to be him because you own him. Because your Mario is an NFT, he's impossible to duplicate. You and you alone own him, and because you own Mario, your go-kart is always better and faster than the ones piloted by other familiar faces in the Mushroom Kingdom, like Luigi, Toad, and Princess Peach. So off you go, earning the kingdom's digital money, mario coins, let's call them Mm. given market economics you might have to pay more for nft mario than for say nft peach but then you'd also earn more because here in the mushroom kingdom mario is the fastest player when you step out of the game and back into your day job you still own mario when you start playing again mario is there waiting for you waiting to earn you mario coins you can sell Mario to another player if you like. If you've played Mario right, he might be worth more now than when you bought him. Maybe you've demonstrated how lucrative Mario can be. Maybe people want to play Mario. Maybe more people want to play Mario Kart. Maybe you've been sued by Nintendo. <laughs> Maybe Mario coin has soared in value because everybody is talking about it on social media. This, is, in a nutshell, is what GameFi evangelists are trying to build.
1: I'm going to blow something up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this was just an idea. No Like this is just someone spitballing
0: no, something. This is absolutely so 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 here's the other article. Like I said, there was two articles that pissed me off. That was one of them. One is Ubisoft coming out and saying that they see the future of video games as being tied to the blockchain and Ubisoft is going to invest significant money in making sure that they can bring blockchain crypto and NFT related things to video gaming. So so picture this, Dylan, you're playing some stupid video game. It doesn't matter which one you get your armor set. You own that armor set because that armor sets an NFT. It's unique to you. It's in the blockchain. Only you own Mm -hmm. that armor set. you can sell that armor set to someone else and maybe that armor set will be worth more because I don't know why and it's it's only true because it's stupid and it it makes me hurt so bad it I just can't I, I, I did a deep dive into NFT games because they already exist like there's a bunch of companies that are getting tens of millions of dollars investment because they probably use words like crypto and nft and people are like oh here have 10 million dollars and like literally a bunch of them were like let's tell you about a bunch of video games that uh, already exist one of them was actually literally described as it's kind of like a ponzi scheme and i'm like that's that's bad people go to prison for ponzi schemes like this one's sort of like gambling i'm like sort of like gambling? They're like, yeah, so what you do is you take a little bit of crypto and you you put it into the total. And then at some point in time, it kind of like Jenga's and all falls out and the last person to put a little bit of crypto gets to keep all of it and everybody else loses. I'm like, no, that's not sort of like gambling. Is, that's is gambling. That those, what, is that those machines that, like arcades that have the quarters that drop down and slowly push? Yes, except it's all done in crypto. But the good news is, Cole, is you know that unlike that arcade game that might be rigged, it's on the blockchain. Anyone can see it so you know it's fair.
2: Man. <sighs> Colby sent so. Oh, go ahead because Col- I'm gonna I'm gonna take this in a different direction.
0: Colby sent me a thing the other day, and it was like trying to help you visualize um, big things because big things are hard to visualize. They're like if you take a shipping container and you fill it full of batteries, um, double A's. I yeah, believe. double A batteries. That's the amount of power it takes to run. A house. a house for a year if you take all of those shipping containers and put it on a, a cargo ship like the size of like the evergreen that one that got stuck in the, the suez canal that's enough energy to run um uh, all the households in america for just under two months and that's the same amount of power that it takes to run the crypto market for one day like that's the amount of power A little less than one a little day. less uh, sorry i did not mean to be hyperbolic a little less than one day and yeah, I'm sure some of it's wind power and some of it's water power and whatever. But like that is literally energy we're wasting in the pursuit of making a Mario NFT. Like that's the end result of all that power that we could be using for a million other things. And instead, what we're doing is we're making a Mario NFT. What's your thoughts, Dylan? Tell, tell me. Tell me that this um, gets better, man.
2: I was trying to figure out a way to put a positive spin. Please, please. Um, And I think the first thing is removing, like, real money. But, like, this could be achieved through, like, in-game. Yeah. An in-game currency. I'm imagining, like, a World of Warcraft or something. Um, But I like the idea of having a -a one-of-a-kind item in a game or something. I think this is really cool. If there is a specific set of armor that
0: is yours is unique legendary yours. property
2: is uniquely mine or like was crafted by a certain player and because it was passed around to so many players it like eventually i don't know like it could be done in many ways but like i think that is a neat thing for video games Absolutely but it should agreed. not it shouldn't be just like i don't know and i like and it can increase in value over time yeah in-game. I, um, I have
0: no problem with a game like, having currency and having an economy. Yeah, um, when Colby right. and I used to play um, Star Wars Galaxies, like one of the cool things about that game is that you could, as a crafter, craft not necessarily unique things, but things that had... Um, Unique properties, you know, like the better properties
2: than, but
0: that you also could correct me if I'm wrong, Cole, but you could name them and they you also like your brand as a crafter was attached to them, right? Like, I thought that's that's really really cool. cool. Um, and the thing is, is everything that these NFTs want to be could be done in game, the only thing they can't Mm be is earn you money outside of the game, and like. I mean, that's part of the the appeal of this, though, is they're saying that, you know, like in the Philippines, the exchange rate on Bitcoin is high enough that people can just play video games, play crappy NFT video games all day and actually make more than minimum wage. And like, cool, I guess. But like we're going to be fighting a water war in 20 years because a bunch of people wanted Mario NFTs Um I just can't like like none of the things that it promises aren't things that you could do in a video game if you didn't ever want to use the word fiat money again. Like it's it's really it just it infuriates me. Well and it, it especially infuriates me that that Ubisoft, a company that benefits from people having nice video cards is investing in NFTs that make it so I can't have a nice video card. It's it's just ridiculous to me. So, I, you know there will come a time, I'm sure, when I'm going to stop complaining about crypto and NFTs, but a day is not today. All right. I'll, I'll stop for now though, for for now. You guys have anything else you want to you want to talk about?
1: I'm nope. playing Pokemon Go. Good man.
0: All right, Did you catch anything?
1: Uh yeah, like I turned I'm on. it on and there's like I don't know 12 Cachneas? I have no idea. It's, it, there's literally like eight on the screen. Is your I house a Pokestop why. call? Uh, not yet. Not yet My work is. I've got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I have submitted the application.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. I'm going to very, 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 very much encourage you to go to bitemepodcast.com slash extra life. podcast. It's a podcast. Bite me slash extra life and uh, join our extra life team or donate to our extra life team or watch our stream at uh, twitch.tv slash bite me podcast. We're going to have a great time this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.com slash bite me podcast. You can join our discord uh, at uh, bite me slash discord, I believe. You can support our Patreon by going to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. If you ask Dylan, if you get in our Discord and ask Dylan, he will do this for you. Dylan. Bite me. Every time. He does it. It's weird.
1: Bite me.